0: Hey gang! Welcome into another edition of the podcast. It's the Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien and myself to talk about your big asset, Uh Is what we're <laughs>
1: <laughs> had a little bit of a, a I, I, little bit of a uh, something got
0: stuck in my throat for a second. <laughs>
1: I had to maybe lose my train of thought there, that's buddy. Right. Uh, your biggest asset. That's what we're yeah, going to talk that's about. Right. That's right.
0: Uh, it was just too easy to do. I'm sorry, folks. it is. Uh, but we're going to have a good time chatting about a couple of things. We always try to have a good time and hopefully, you know, bring some seriousness and some fun to the conversations around, you know, financial situations and planning because it is it's important. I mean, it really truly is super important. If you didn't catch our last episode, we were doing some Seinfeld quotes. We had a great conversation around some of that stuff, and it's just so important to get these things done and take care of yourself. Your future self, right? Yeah, um, absolutely. Massively important. So I've got a list of five, Nathan, but I really okay. want to focus on the big three okay, uh, to all start right. with. And then if we get to the other two, great. okay. Uh, but it doesn't really matter. I don't know. You tell me if the order of these three matter, because they're all pretty huge. So I think some people might view them slightly different. They may put more importance to one versus another. Okay. Uh, but I'm just going to start with the 401k. But I'll, yeah. I'll just go ahead and say the big three. Uh, the big three are your 401k, your your house and your social security. Social security, yeah. Yeah. Those yeah, are the big right. assets. Okay. So do you feel there's a, a, a preference order to those three?
1: Oh man, yeah. Um Yeah, I mean I would say just the four oh one K because that comes first in life. Okay. You know, typically that's yeah. yeah. I I mean I think that's a good order right there. Okay. Um, you know, that you mentioned because that's kind of what how we address it in life. So let's just go that right. Okay. So four oh
0: one K then. Yeah. Um, you know, if you have been someplace for a while, right, and you're getting close to retirement, this could be a hefty hefty joker, right? Yes, so are you absolutely. spending more than, you know, 45 seconds picking a target date fund? <laughs> Hopefully. Right?
1: <laughs> Hopefully, that's right. And a lot of people don't know that financial advisors can actually help you with that kind of stuff, too. If you're if you're actually working with an advisor, True. they can sit down with you and say, you know, you need to buy this fund and this fund and put X percentage in, this, you know, these things. So we can actually help you with that as well. You don't have to just make those decisions yourself or even – pay someone that, you know, that manages the 401k. You don't have to do that either. So, uh, you know, take the time, talk to your advisor, make sure, because this is probably going to be, if you have this option anyway, it's going to be your biggest You know, liquid assets that you've got. So uh, it is crucial to make good investing decisions with this. So many people swinging back and forth from aggressive to conservative, aggressive to, it's just so easy to change that. Right. You know, Um, and you can, based on what the market's doing, and that's terrible. That's a terrible idea. You can't see the future. You don't know when the market's going to turn around or when it's going to go down. So, you know, don't be doing that. Choose it based on your time horizon, on your goals, those kind of things, make good decisions with that stuff. And don't just try to say, well, you know, it did really good over the last 10 years in this fund. So let's throw everything in that terrible idea. Yeah. So, yeah. Um,
0: and, and of course, managing that as we get closer to retirement is super important. Is, uh, and not yeah. even just from leaving it in the 401k, maybe that's the conversation of, of starting to move it into something, you know, more tax different, uh, you know, status.
1: Yeah, that's right. I mean, everybody, well, not everybody, most people know that you can roll that over uh, to an IRA when you retire and, you know, get more control over it and do more things with that, which is a great idea. A lot of companies are even kind of forcing that after you retire. They don't want the liability of you still having that 401k with the company when you're not there for the meetings, you're not there for, you know, the review process and things like that, that they have. So mm-hmm. they want you to move that out typically within two or three years. And I see that a lot nowadays. So yeah, yeah. Making good decisions with that is crucial. And coming back to um, with the rules with the 401k, there are some differences there. Um, and so one of the things that you need to be aware of is as you're getting closer to retirement, you know, there's a 59 and a half rule that everybody hears about. Right. right? It's a 10 yep. percent penalty from the IRS on any qualified money distributions like this. So, but with a 401k, you can take it out at 55 without a penalty. So, from the current that, job. Yes, so yes, that's right. Yeah. So, from the current job. So, you got to be aware of that and know that there's some flexibility there. Um, a lot of times, advisors just, I don't know, they're not thinking about that or they're not aware of that. And so, they may advise you to do the wrong thing when you're needing those funds for a, a certain distribution. Or that's right. So, that's right. be careful with that. But that, it's a great great saving option. If you have that, take advantage of it, get the free match, get all the free money you can get from the company yeah. that you're working with.
0: Yeah. You know, I was just talking with a a, 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 a friend now. Um, he's been a friend for a long time. I think I hired him at a job, uh, God, 15 years ago. So I, I guess hmm. he was probably, he probably was not 20. I'll, I'll say 20. Okay. So he's like 35 now, and we okay. were chatting. He came over the other day, and we were chatting, shooting some pool, and we were just talking about some various different things. And somehow he got onto the track, and we were talking about his his work stuff. And I asked him how his you know how his 401k was doing with all the volatility. And I wanted to slap this kid. I've, he's known me for 15 years. He knows what I do. And I was talking, and he he's like he didn't bother to take advantage of doing, you know, the 401k at work. For
1: 15 years?
0: Well, he's only been at this job for the last five.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. And,
0: and this is his first, and wow. honestly, this is his first really, like, full corporate job uh, the prior to that, the 10 years that I've known him was a lot of small stuff, you know, a lot of uh, yeah. retail okay. jobs, things of okay. that nature. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, not something that didn't necessarily really offer a 401k. So okay. now that he has one, I'm like, what is wrong with you? Right. So yeah. I said, you get that fixed. You get that fixed right now. you know. I said, and, <laughs> and he's got three <laughs> Thanks, kids. Yeah. Yeah. He's <laughs> got a lot of, you know, he's got a lot of things that he's raising three kids. Right. Like, I get yeah, it. Right. I was right. like, but you've uh-huh. got to take, you've got to at least do the free match, man. Yes, you got to put enough yes. in there to at least do that. So it's, definitely, folks, tell you make sure you're telling your your kids and your grandkids and and you know that kind of stuff, right?
1: Oh, I know. And and people think, well, all I can do is $100 a hundred dollars a month or a hundred dollars a pay then period do it. or whatever. Then do it. Yes, yeah. because the time value of yes. money is amazing. It does really good, and it's not about not as much about the amount that you put in as yeah. the time that you have it in there. So. You know? You're correct. And the
0: comparison is, so we had another kid that I hired at the same time. He was 16. Okay. Mm -hmm. And he did take my advice way back when, and he's been doing that since he was 16 years old. He's been yeah. putting $50 a week no matter where yeah, he worked. Now, granted, he didn't have any kids, and the other person had three right. kids. I understand. But <laughs> right. he's been doing that. And, yeah, the numbers, the difference, because they both came over to shoot some pool and just catch up with me a little bit. They, they kind of <laughs> do call me pops, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was one of those things where it, it was interesting, right? I was sitting there watching these two. One took my advice. One didn't. One's life circumstances were harder. I get yeah. that. But it's yeah. that's what happens, right, Nathan? I mean, it's so easy to do. And so you've got one person who's got a lot of money saved for retirement already, already and he's yeah. and he's, and he's right. just you know just 30 and the other one's yeah. 35 and doesn't have anything safe for retirement
1: so yep that's that's it and and if you don't start that at some point then you end up being 60 and you look and you're like oh, okay I don't have anything here I'm going to have to work till 85 yeah. uh, behind and, the eight ball. Yeah. yeah 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 and you just can't make up then so compounding interest is great. It works really good, but it takes 20 plus years for that to start seeing any benefits. So you really, you know, you've got to do it for a long time frame and be careful about that. Yeah. Don't stop also investing right now. I mean, a lot of people are like, well, should I, should I cut it's back down. my it's contributions yeah. in the 401k because the market's down so much? I'm just losing everything I put. No, you're not losing everything you put in. You're still buying shares. It's just going down in value. You're buying it at a discount. Yeah. Be happy about that. Well, Nathan, you know, you know two a,
0: weeks ago we talked about my brother and I and him being 64 right now with this downturn and me not Right. Should, right. if you're 64 I can see that being a more concern like am I still should it I can, still be yeah. putting the same yeah. amount in because it is down right. whereas like me right. yes I'm buying at a low because I've still got plenty of time
1: I think it's still an awesome time to buy. Do, do not cut back. If he's still working, even, even at, either, if he's going to retire, okay. right? Even if he's going to retire next year, he's still buying moment, shares. Right. Yes, he's still buying shares at a discount. None of us like to pay full price for anything except stocks. That's okay? hilarious. It's weird. Yeah, it's, it's, so it's weird. weird. So buy them on the discount, buy them on sale, and they're going to come back. Just don't maybe don't sell those right now or right, in a right. year or whatever because we don't know where it's going to be. But that's for five years from now or yeah, 10 years exactly. from now. Now, think, so use yep. that at that point. Yes, Thank it's you. still a great time for. Yeah,
0: that. and see, I knew the answer, but I wanted you to nah, say it, right? I because nah, I wanted, wanted to set that, <laughs> set that stuff up. But that's what I told him. I was like, "Dude, still keep yes, exactly. Keep putting in. Uh, you know, every week when you get, or every month or whatever it is when you get paid, uh, yeah. even though you're retiring in a year, because this is future money too. It is. Yeah, exactly. Is. Right. All right. Uh, so that was 401k. Let's go on to the next. Because I said I, that's what I was afraid of. I, was, I didn't think we get all five, and I want to get at least this, the big three yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the house. So yes. many people do consider the. the the house to be the biggest or second biggest asset yeah, right. uh-huh. that they have um and and so how are you viewing it is it a home or is it an asset
1: yeah that's a difference yeah. no that's right and and so sometimes you know there is a tremendous sentimental value there you know and especially if you raise the kids and all that kind of thing you want to keep that maybe but also there's a lot of times that that just doesn't make sense i mm-hmm. mean if you've got a four or five thousand square foot house and it's just you and your spouse Eh, maybe not you know maybe that's too right. much that's too much to take care of or or whatever whatever your thought process is with that so um you may want to downsize you may want to you know liquidate that and use those funds for something else i mean there are people that do that and start traveling and and buy a smaller house there's a lot of people that do that i've seen a huge shift uh in the past five years i would say uh, of people doing you know selling their house that's increased in value tremendously Mm -hmm. and buying an apartment or a condo or something like that, renting an apartment or buying a condo or something like that. And that has very little upkeep that they're having to deal with. So, which is, which is nice. So a lot of people are changing their thought processes there, it seems like, and, um, and using that, uh, to their advantage. So it's, it's important now is a good time to sell, but also, you know, if well, you're going to buy something yeah. else, it's kind of a bad time. Exactly. To buy, so. I, and I
0: was getting ready yeah. to say, I, I know I know of five people, two of them fairly close to me, that have gone ahead uh, and sold their house in the last year. Actually, you know, hmm. three people come that, that are very close to me that have sold their house in the last year to take advantage of these crazy high prices. Right. But they knew that they couldn't turn around and buy their next home because the prices are high as well. So yeah. they felt it was the right decision after looking at some things to just rent right for the next year or, oh, or wow. whatever the case yeah, is until rent's the high as
1: well. So, and that's uh,
0: what I said too. But um, for in one case to the cases, they're not retired. One okay. of the cases they're retired or they're good. They're not retired yet. They're retiring in a year. So they felt it was worth it to get the most mm-hmm. out of their house. Yeah. Rent a place for a year because yeah. where they're moving to in a year, uh, hopefully also the market, you know, the housing market will be a little bit more stable and they'll be in a different location where the prices are a bit cheaper anyway. So they felt it was the mm-hmm. best move and their advisor confirmed, you know, kind of confirmed it with them yeah, based on their numbers. Yeah. So I don't yeah. think there's anything wrong with looking at it as an asset too. It just depends on your situation and your strategy.
1: No, that's right. And, you know, really historically, we don't see people making tremendous amounts on their house. These numbers are crazy, know. right? That's yeah. right. No, they're they're crazy right now. Yeah. That's, that's true. And so, you know... Uh, I think housing to me is more about a lifestyle choice than anything. Yeah, true. You know, it comes down to that. If you look at it that way – um, you make a good decision that way yeah. it, most of the time. So I don't typically look at it as an asset that we're trying to liquidate at some point to okay. come up with some cash. And some people – now, emergency situations, yes. I mean, maybe if you've run out of money or something like that, yeah, it's an option. But that's typically not what people are doing, uh, except in this time, you know, just because prices are as right. high Right. No, that was as a very
0: tactical are. move because yeah, of the, right. the sheer – insanity of the prices of the house yeah
1: right? it is and, yeah. and it's crazy and there's nothing wrong with taking advantage of that it's just you know th- the thing that you got to be careful about is we don't know what prices are going to be in a year or two. They exactly. probably will be less, but they may not. They may just level out right here and not increase as much, you know, going or forward. Just, so yeah, they may decrease um, a little,
0: not a lot, right? Yeah, that forty percent right. so, that they came up may not go back straight to where it was. It may only drop right. down ten or fifteen percent, or who knows. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think the other person, the other the people that I was talking about. That's the problem they're probably going to be in Mm -hmm. uh, because they just wanted to capitalize on the big number. And, uh, it's happened and, to
1: a lot of people. Yeah.
0: And so yeah. you got to be careful, right? It's either yes, how you, you view do. it. Now they're young enough that they'll be okay. I think, but still, you know, it's, yeah. you got to watch out.
1: So. I know, uh, I know three different couples that have done that. And mm, yeah. they, the idea was, yeah, we're going to sell this and, and downsize a little bit. Well, they did downsize, yeah. but they paid as much as they sold their house for. Yeah. Well, well, the younger couple so, <laughs> I'm talking about, he,
0: he, they bought a camper, uh, oh, okay. and they're just living yeah. in a camper. Okay. So All they, right. but they bought like some, you know, 35 foot thing. And so they decided to, you know, they're like, well, I'm just going to live with a camper. And I was like, well, okay, if yeah. that works for you, that's uh, right. you can do that at 41. Uh, I don't know <laughs> that you can do that at 61, right? No, so
1: that's right. Everybody's got, that can be super expensive, too, because of will. the divorce. I mean, well, <laughs> you, know, true so. too. you know, it's no. like a
0: lot of people it's, like to buy a camper and tour the country. Right. But it's like, no, yes, true. living in it for a week or two, not living in it for <laughs> a year. You know? That's right. So, yep.
1: But everybody's different. So They are, yeah. My brother and his wife did that for a while, and, and uh, they – they yeah, are sold their nice. camper. They they're, just moved into their house, and they sold the camper. They're like, they're kinda, we're never camping again. They're so. kind of posh, though. You, you can get <laughs> they some are, nice I campers. So. That's right. That's
0: uh, right. Let's talk about the third one here, Nathan, then. Uh, social security. So yeah. as we mentioned, the, the big three, 401K, house, social security, those are our biggest assets often. Um, this Depending on the you know depending on the income that you've made throughout your life and your, what is it, 30, 30, 30 plus, 30 best years, years I guess. Yeah, yeah right. Huh? You could be talking like some serious – Cheddar, right? Yeah, half Four, a million dollars. easy. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So, I mean, this is, this is probably one of the most crucial things that people just don't even think about, yeah. you know, when it comes Cause to Because I planning. have stuff. So, oh, yeah, and Social Security. Right. And Social Security. Oh, yeah, that's, that's and, the, the and check that I'm going to get every yeah. month. Yeah. That's the way people look at it is that monthly check. But if you just take, you know, $2,000 a month, that's 24000 a year. Okay. And right. if you do that times 10, that's $240,000. Well, the <laughs> average retirement is 20 years. Right. And so that's a half a million dollars without any growth that you're talking about there. So
0: and that was not even that high of a scale after all, high of no, wage, right? So if you made, no, if, your, right. if your social security check is four grand a month.
1: that's It's a huge number. Huge, It's number. a huge number. So you've got to make the right decisions with that. And people just don't. They say, well, I can draw this at 62. That's when I need to get it. Well, not necessarily. Maybe it is mm-hmm. but yeah. maybe not depending on your situation your plan you you cannot make this decision without planning it's mm-hmm. just it's just not right i mean it, it It never works out good if you do that. So um, make sure that you take some time and just don't do a Social Security estimator online. Actually go to the Social Security website, see what your payment is going to be, and then talk to your advisor. Plan this thing out because a lot of times it's better to wait until 66 or 67 or... 70 sometimes, depending on your goals. Yeah, and, and, so,
0: and you can do the break point conversation, right? You can do that break can. even point always, so you can kind always, of look at things yeah. and say, okay, how much See do when I it's going to be best. Because I know that some advisors are like, no, they, they're hardcore that they feel like 62 is a better choice because so many people will not hit the break even number,
1: yeah, right? That, well, the thing is, is that's an average. So you don't know. You don't know. You don't know, don't know yeah. what that is. The average, you know, life expectancy is 78 or whatever. And so when you've got that, Um, you just, you don't know what that's going to be. If your plan says, if you wait till 70 and, you know, start drawing social security and it's 87 before you break even, that's not good. You're not going to, you're not going to want to do that in that case. So you just need to look at it, see what the numbers are, see where the break-even points are for you, and it, it's not going to be eighty-seven. And, and that's something that, you, that, numbers work that your advisor can that help that.
0: you figure out, right? So that you can look yes. at what we're talking about here at this Truly, break-even yes. point, that's right. because that helps you determine when's the probably the optimal time. Now you're right. not going to be able to get it exact because you don't know when you're going to die.
1: No, that's true. But I mean, if you're if you it says your break-even point is seventy-five. Statistically, you're you're going to live probably longer than good. that, right? Unless you have maybe some health issues now, some right. family issues, yeah. you know, things. Like that are things that you have to consider with that when you're making this decision, but don't just automatically versus the 87, right? Right, you just your law of
0: probability, so you're just kind of playing that game a little bit. If your break even point is 80, and you know, and you've got some good health and and longevity going, it may make sense for
1: you to to hold out, right? I've never seen a break even point at 80, it may be, but I've never seen that. Well, well, I just do do out a number, typically younger than that. No, I'm just saying it's probably not going to be that long, so that's something to take into consideration, okay? Uh, when you're doing this kind of planning it, it just typically is not that far it's usually out. usually in the 70s. And it is. Yeah, it's usually in the mid to late 70s is the break even depending on the scenario that you're looking at. So um, you know, I guess statistically it, it, it's it's going to be better for you to wait past 62.
0: I guess we've said this a number of times. I guess I should probably have you real fast just explain what we're talking about with the break-even. Can you just kind of break that? Yeah, down absolutely.
1: A bit? So you automatically get to draw Social Security at age sixty-two. So there's a number that you get to draw at that point. It's a reduced number, okay? Right. Um, and it's going to be about seventy percent of your full retirement benefit, okay? Um So, you also have a full retirement age, which for everybody now is pretty much sixty seven okay it's going to be around that sixty seven number so that's that 's when you receive your full retirement benefit and then if you wait and don't draw until seventy or if you wait until sixty eight or any time after sixty seven then there's some potential benefits that you can get. You get a larger check, but you also will have a break even point where you know if you just started drawing at sixty two or 65, well, you're drawing these checks every month. And so you've got to make that up. You've got to actually calculate that or consider that in your calculations to make sure that you're actually going to break even you know, and, and be rewarded for taking or waiting to take Social Security. So right. if you wait until 67 or 70, what is that number? And if that number is 75, then statistically it may work out for you. Right. You know, You're probably going to live longer than that, so you're going to get to draw more money If you wait, yeah. No, thank you for breaking
0: Uh, that down because basically, it's yeah, it's doing the math and saying, hey, if you take it early, or excuse me, if you take it later, this is how long you need to live to get to the number that you would have got if you just started early. Yeah, that's right. Okay, that's right. Yeah. So, and and it's in that way you're you're kind of maximizing. But you know, of course, again, longevity and things like that. If you're waiting later and you're living longer than the (laughs) break-even point, then potentially more money. That's the whole that's point. That's right.
1: Yes. that's. I mean, that's a big part to consider. So and you can look at those. A lot of times the maximization programs, the, the computer programs that do that will mm-hmm. actually show you the dollar amount as well. So ours does. It says, hey, you're going to get an extra $150,000 if you wait two years or whatever, oh, okay. you know, with a nice. normal life. It, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's it's good. It's easy to kind of look at that calculation and see uh, what that's going to be. So gotcha. it helps you make a fairly educated decision. Uh, of course, we don't know how long we're going to live. That's the the kicker on this, yes. of but course. Um, with that, but, you know, I mean, hey, but make it's, decisions it's, every day based right. on that. That's so. right,
0: but it's more armed information than you would have had. Absolutely. So, yep. at the end of the day, our biggest assets, those big yep. three right there, uh, the other two I had are just much smaller, folks, so don't don't feel like you missed out on much. It was just really, the you know, the chance of future potential savings is kind of the right. idea of-
1: Compounding of, interest, which we've kind of talked about Exactly, there, so, right, so, yeah, and, and, yeah. and,
0: you know, the kids off the payroll kind of thing, when you get over <laughs> 50, right. you've got a little bit right. more money to probably sack back into the 401k, yeah. right, that kind of thing. So it's right. it just you're at your highest earning years, which also affects your Social Security. So they're kind of they kind of sub-genres, if you will, of the big three. So right. the big three are important. Make sure you're having a conversation. Hopefully you enjoyed this conversation with Nathan and I here on The Financial Answer. Uh, if you need some help, reach out to him at his website, thefinancialanswer.com. That's for the podcast where you can subscribe on whatever platform you like. But it also redirects back around to his main website, and you can also get in touch with him through there. So thefinancialanswer.com has got all the information that you you need if you need some help. Nathan is here. He's a registered investment advisor, chartered retirement planning counselor, and of course, the founder at O'Brien and Associates. My friend, thanks for hanging out and chatting with me. I appreciate you.
1: No, same here. It was good. It was a good
0: show. I like the topics today. It's always fun. fun. It's always a good time with you. So we'll be back in a couple of weeks with more here on The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien.